Blog Talk Radio. We live! We're live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's page one. It's page one. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. Blog Talk Radio Nation. It's Friday night, and you are tuned into another edition of Page One with Lavar and Mary. How are you all? It is October sixth, twenty twenty-three. Welcome to October. Uh, welcome to the last quarter of the year. This is it. <laughs> the last three months. And I will tell you that just as there are preparations, I know here, for Halloween, uh, some stores already have their full-fledged Christmas uh, decorations out. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, I saw a 22-foot-high Santa, which I do not know what you could do with that or where you would put that, but there is such a one. And I welcome aboard my wonderful friend Mary. How are you? I'm I'm sad. Uh, I saw Christmas decorations as well. We saw a, I think it said it was 14 foot uh, snowman that had LED lights and looked like uh, glass. <sighs> like let me get to my let me get to my Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, you know, Halloween candy's already like on the uh, on the clearance, and they're like looking to rush Christmas in before I guess we get through with Thanksgiving. They'll probably be rolling out Valentine's Day stuff. So, I it's just too fast, too quick, man. Just let let the months roll. We just got out of September, just got into October, and. Here we are already talking Christmas, but as fast as the year is gone, um, for those of you who follow this show, uh, with that, you know that next month is November, and then we hit December. Sometime in December, hopefully we will have time to do our annual uh, Festivus show. (laughs) I do love that we've gotten that started. (laughs) I'm happy. I'd like it to be interactive this year. I don't know how, but I would like other people to partake if they could. You know, I don't know if I need to start putting it up now to, like, tell us your gripes and your uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> things to have for the year. But I want Festivus to be interactive this year. We're going to work on that. Um, and then, yeah, comes Christmas and I think looking ahead at the schedule here in November, um, we'll be here, let's see, near re- really any holidays. I know the day after Thanksgiving, um, Christmas will fall on a Monday. So pretty much going into that weekend, 
will be with you a couple of days before Christmas Day uh, and then a couple of days before New Year's Day. And then we'll be into 2024. So That's insane. Yeah, I know. It seems like we were just counting down this stuff last year. So it goes fast. And then, of course, uh, the most important thing, next Friday night um, is the birthday of someone who I have, let's see, someone who I have loved since 1996 when I first saw her playing Kathy Buxton on Homicide Life in the street. Uh, actually, Kate Walsh's birthday is next Friday night, October 13th. So <laughs> if you have an idea, um, <laughs> I love me some Kate Walsh. I will tell you that. So, yes, her birthday okay. is next week. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, actually, that's Wal- really awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was leading you there, and you thought I was going to say something else. But no, Kate Walsh actually turns 55 next week. So, Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, also known for her roles on the Drew Carey show. Uh, she was, of course, on Grey's Anatomy for a while. So, yes, in private practice, her own show. Uh, so, yeah, Kate Walsh. Um, but, no, I, I kid. Uh, well, her birthday is next Friday. <laughs> but also, uh, our very own Mary's birthday will be next Friday. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Friday the 13th, dude. I love it. You will not be 55. (laughs) Um, Who says? No, I'm just kidding. No. (laughs) Yes, on Friday the 13th. Uh, I know your birthday has fallen on a few Friday the 13th. So um, do you partake in the superstitions on Friday the 13th? Uh. Superstitions? No, that's like a lucky day for me. Are you kidding? I am all over that, like white on rice. It is amazing. It also pisses people off when I'm like, it's a great day. And they're like, it's Friday the 13th. It's awful. And then I'm like, it's my birthday. And then they're all like, oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, it's not that bad. <laughs> Too late now, dude. You done opened your mouth. But no, uh. No, I, I uh, when it comes down to it, I, re- I really do enjoy Friday the 13th, any of them, not just my birthday, but any of them when 13, 13th is a great number for me. As is Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we were seven minutes into the show and I mentioned Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> what a year she's <laughs> having, man. Uh, do you know any famous historical events or who you share your birthday with? Uh, I know people are like, well, why are we talking about this now? Because I don't know if we're going to have a show next Friday night. She may say, hey, I just want to drink a bottle of wine. Party until I, I <laughs> party <laughs> until I pass out. Um, nope. Not going to happen. I know I, I don't do that anymore. Um, don't do it any less either. Uh, the I know that the, the whole superstition of Friday the 13th actually started because of um, – the Knights Templar that did happen in the year 1013. So that is a true event that happened. And basically they were sealed orders from the Pope to go and bring in all the heathenous 
sinners that were the Knights Templar and, and bring them to justice. Um, so that's where this, the, the Friday the 13th is a bad luck day kind of started. Um, I do share a birthday with a few people, but I can't think of anybody right at this very moment just because I hadn't even, I didn't even think about like, oh yeah, that's right. We're probably going to talk about this. Um, but yeah, there are a few people that do share my birthday. So, so it's kind of I awesome. Have, I have it here. Uh, I have a list of people uh, also on your day. The present church building at Westminster Abbey was consecrated uh, in 1269. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in Washington, D.C., the cornerstone of the United States Executive Mansion, which is known as the White House, was laid. So pretty much two major buildings in the world uh, were started or uh, pretty much uh, through its processes in different uh, times on, Octo- on October 13th. Um so along the people that you share a birthday with, and I'm kind of going down the list here because it goes now, now that they've stretched it out by, uh, you know, different centuries. But according to the list here, man, it's not that many. Um, <laughs> sorry. There's a lot I'm of kind of, scientists oh, well, and that kind of well, thing. Yeah there, yeah, there are people that are not necessarily famous, so, but they're important. Uh, Comedian Lenny Bruce uh, was born in 1925 on October 13th. Uh, I know for our friends in the UK, and I do hate to say this because I know she was either uh, loved it or hated it, but Margaret Thatcher <laughs> shares the same birthday. The U.S. <laughs> Navy shares my birthday. Uh, yes, the U.S. Navy. Um, actually, here's the here's the odd birthday that you don't know, but. I know this name, and the uh, she was a singer, arranger, composer, conductor, pianist, and music producer. But Anita Kerr uh, has the same birthday as you, and here's the reason why Anita Kerr is uh, well known. Uh, throughout the 50s and 60s, a lot of the U.S. radio stations, uh, particularly uh, for those who could hear it. Uh, on 50,000 watts at night, WLS here in Chicago, which was well-known. The Anita Kerr singers sang a lot of the theme music and or in-between songs for radio stations, and WLS in particular. Uh, So Anita Kerr actually has the same birthday as you. Um, Also uh, sharing the same birthday as you is... Really? Oh, uh, singer, songwriter Paul Simon mm-hmm. uh, has the same birthday as you. Uh, also, Sammy Hagar. <laughs> um, basketball player, Coach Doc Rivers has the same birthday as you. Uh, the late Kelly Preston. Jerry Rice, football player. Uh, was born on October 13th. Um, Kate Walsh, as I said earlier. Figure skater Nancy Kerrigan. Um, comedian actor Sasha Baron Cohen has a birthday on that day. Um, this is this is explaining quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What are you saying? No, these are all really talented, smart people. That's why I was like, I'm looking at this, and I was like, oh, well, this is 
Because Sasha Baron Cohen, for as mad as madly as he is, he's a very smart fellow, and he does oh, yeah. things for a reason. <laughs> it's calculated. Mm-hmm. And he does it for a reason, and that's why I was like, oh. Um, also on that day, some stars that we kind of lost on October 13th: uh, actor Clifton Webb back in 1966, Bebe Adair in 1968, uh, Ed Sullivan in 1974, um, and then hopefully that's it. Yeah, that's about it. So, <laughs> um, unfortunately, my birthday uh, not a good day for celebrities at all. <laughs> Um, and I remember where I was when each uh, odd event happened because I think that's also the day that uh, Whitney Houston passed away. So it was, uh, it's kind of like, hey, happy birthday to me. I guess not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, actually, I think that was also, no, it was not too long afterwards. I think, it, no, but I remember that was Whitney Houston. So um, yeah. Yeah, but no, so no, that's uh, October 13th at a glance. Oh, to the almanac yet. Tonight, <laughs> I will tell you, <laughs> there's so much going on. Uh, we were talking about the birthday. Uh, but tonight, we got the almanac coming up in a couple seconds here. Uh, a couple of topics, potpourri night tonight, and we will also have the uh, – Smoking Gun Files tonight. And for one night only tonight, we bring back the Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. <laughs> Yay! Oh, yeah. Yes. Because it's your birthday coming up, we will bring back. I, I tested a couple of these words out um, and a couple of these stories. Uh, <laughs> it got shock and amazed. But like I said, it's Potpourri Night, where we had some stories last week. Uh, Mary was actually, uh, I would say, on assignment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll go with it. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. On assignment last week. So we did a couple of those stories. We set aside a few of them for Popery Night tonight. So uh, actually, you know, it's it's kind of funny because, and I'm kind of talking off topic here, but I had mentioned to someone, and I actually was quite surprised because a couple of weeks ago, if you were listening to this show, uh, we spent about 10 minutes discussing boobs. <laughs> yes. Very important and, topic. Yes, very important topic. And the density of said boobs, and I, and I mentioned the story to someone, and surprisingly, they did not know either. Uh, a woman know mm-hmm. either about how the density uh, was calculated. So I'm hoping that out of our conversation a couple of weeks ago, it brought a new awareness that people actually uh, start to ask those questions. At the time, it may seem like a silly thing for us to talk about, but it actually was interesting about how, and I, and I guess a lot of women don't know how the density of and even then, my friend was saying that I hope that a lot of guys actually do the same thing. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's one thing for sure. Men should do breast exams as well, not on women, on themselves. Oh, um, and if the woman asks you to, then good on you. 
but men should also do breast exams on themselves um, because they are susceptible to breast cancer as well. That I did know. Uh, so I can't go around telling people that I am a certified inspector then. <laughs> You're welcome to try, but you might get slapped a few times. Um, so we missed the first few days of October. Uh, it was, we've missed it between then World Saki Day, National Fire Pup Day. We missed National Pumpkin Spice Day, thank God. Uh, we missed <laughs> National Black Dog Day and National Hair Day. We also missed uh, National Name Your Car Day, which I know that you have a name for your car. Um, It was also, I think I mentioned last week, National Produce Misting Day. There's actually such a word, uh, such a thing for that. Uh, The misters that come from the uh, produce sprayers at your store. Uh, Hmm. National, National Smarties Day was on October 2nd for the candy. Uh, National Techies Day was on the 3rd. National Boyfriend Day was on the 3rd. Uh, National Fruit at Work Day uh, was the first Tuesday in October. Uh, World Temperance Day, which uh, was October 3rd. None of us at this point probably practiced that. Uh, National Taco (laughs) Day was October 4th. Vodka Day was October 4th. Um, And now here we are. Oh, Cinnamon Bun Day was the 4th as well. Get Funky Day was the 5th. (laughs) Get funky now. No, no. Which brings us down to October 6th. So on the Almanac for October 6th, uh, it is National, oh, it's World College Radio Day, which is the first Friday in October. National Coaches Day. It's National Orange Wine Day. Hmm. Uh, Today. Uh, National Body Language Day, which is the first Friday in October. Are you a good uh, guesser of people's body language? Sometimes. It depends if I'm paying attention. I'm going to be honest. Most of the time I'm in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I think of all, all I think of when I hear that, I think of the Queen song, Body Language. Body Language. Uh, very good song. Not going to lie. <laughs> Your body. I won't say it all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It is also, today, National Plus Size Appreciation Day. Okay. It's National Manufacturing Day, which is first Friday in October. First Friday in October is also World Smile Day. Uh, It's National Noodle Day. National German American Day. Wait, kind of noodle? Uh, no, all types of noodles. It's National Noodle Day. Mm, okay. Noodle. I'm thinking like pool noodles. Nope, nope. The actual noodles that we eat. Well, some people do eat pool noodles, but that's that's, that's a different breed. Um, those are the same people that eat glue. Uh, but no, the actual noodles. <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but you do you. Um, today is also National Mad Hatter Day, October 6th. Tomorrow, okay. tomorrow, Hank Hill would be proud. It's National Propane Day tomorrow. 
or I guess I have to say it like him, National Propane Day. Um, <laughs> uh, National. Tur- uh, yeah. That boy. That boy, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is like when he shocked her when somebody hurts him. No. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy, right. All right, sorry. Horse. Keep going. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so glad it's back sorry. on TV. Uh, it's also National Chocolate Covered Pretzel Day tomorrow. Mm. Um, National Trigeminal Neuralgia Awareness Day. Okay. It's National Inner Beauty Day. National LED Light Day. Um, also, it is National Frappe Day tomorrow. Mm. I take it you are a Frappe fan. I I am. There's a place around here that makes this one that they it's called an Almond Joy, and it tastes like an Almond Joy, but coffee and cold and and I could suck it up through a straw, and it's amazing. <laughs> and you know. Uh, hey. <laughs> you know. Um, but yes, it's, uh, I, don't, I would hope it would taste like that. I would be very disappointed if I bought that and it did not taste like that. Um, right. But it, it's kind of like I went to, um, and you know, and I, I keep saying the name and now I just pretty much forgot it. But it's a <laughs> smoothie place, smoothie cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a hidden menu. And whenever I go, I will generally order the caramel apple smoothie. It's so good, and it tastes just like a caramel apple. And this time of year, uh, caramel apples are very popular around the Halloween season. Um, Chicago known for Affy Tapple, not Taffy Apple, Affy Tapple, um, <laughs> the company that makes uh, Taffy Apples. Um, but it tastes just like one. It's so good. I, that's what I usually will order. And and it's surprisingly, uh, I order like the 40 ounce one, which is like, <laughs> what do they have? They have what the 20 ounce, the 30 ounce, and I think a 40 ounce. And I know a lot of you who probably don't live in the U S it's like, why would you have 40 ounces of smoothie? <laughs> why? Because burr. Because we can. Because <laughs> we no can. Bigger we go home. <laughs> America, because we can. <laughs> yes, that's why. Um, October 8th, it is American Touch Tag Day. It's National Pierogi Day. Mm. It is Clergy Appreciation Day, the second uh, Sunday in October. Does that mean that people have to appreciate me since I am an ordained uh, minister? Yes. Oh, awesome. Appreciate so there you me. Go. No. Appreciate. Um, I told you. <laughs> it's, it's National Go Day, G-O-E. It's Sunday of the first full weekend in October. I know you're probably going to ask me what the heck that is. Yeah. Uh, National Go Day, which is Growth Overcome Empower, G-O-E. It encourages us to support safe spaces for healing and connection for those who have been victimized by abuse and trauma. 
The day focuses on healing, recovery, and providing resources that support overcoming those uh, overcoming obstacles in life. So um, there are a lot of ways that you can help and support, among which promoting webinars that are incorporating uh, art programs designed for healing or inviting guest artists to share their skills. Um, a lot of different ways I encourage you that if anyone ever needs healing in any particular way to do it all year long, but uh, that particular day uh, is set aside for that. Uh, it is also, I'm sorry, excuse me, Mary, I'm going to talk to the audience here. Every time I come <laughs> up with something, and I'd probably say it, and I'm kind of curious if Mary's actually going to laugh. Um, so I'm going to tell you what the day is. I guarantee you one dollar, uh, one penny. I'm sorry, uh, for one of you, not for all. That <laughs> 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 she will probably laugh when I tell her what tomorrow is, uh, Sunday the eighth is as well. All right, ready? Okay, hold on. All right, so the eighth is actual uh, National Fluffernutter Day. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of those in so long, and it still makes me giggle. Every time. I don't care how old I get. (laughs) I do it. I do it. I do it. (laughs) It's Fluffer Nutter Day. It's Fluffer Nutter Day. It's a Sunday. It's National Fluffer Nutter Day. Can cry? (laughs) <laughs> Probably um, oh I'm not even going to go there I'm just going to be very careful how I much know what I a fluffernutter is Just so that just everybody knows you know. I know what a fluffernutter is Share with the group I get it I know what a fluffernutter is I just Share with the group Tell us what it is <laughs> No I can't because I'm just saying it I'm going to fluffernutter <laughs> 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 we all know what it is. If you do know what it is, <laughs> what happened was, do we know where it comes from? Where the term fluffer donor comes from? Uh, well, the advertising agency. <laughs> the advertising agency for Durkee Bauer created it in 1960 in an attempt to effectively market the peanut butter and marshmallow sandwich. Beyond the history of the fluffer nutter, the culinary side of sparkle combination of sweet and nutty interests us uh, by layering all the creamy goodness of marshmallow cream and peanut butter between toasted bread. Um, so yes. It's creamy and nutty at the same time. Yes, creamy and nutty. <laughs> you can also enjoy some You know fun what, though? Fluffer nutters are good. They, they taste good, and I, I don't normally like marshmallow stuff, it's, mm-hmm. but it does taste good. And you can share uh, your fluffer nutter by using the hashtag <laughs> fluffer nutter day on social media. <laughs> uh. I'm crying. <laughs> Lord. I'm leaking. <laughs> I was going to go into the history of the fluffer nutter, but I'm not even going to. <laughs> Every time you say Flipper Nutter, it makes me laugh. Uh, I know. 
I know. <laughs> I I, I will so much a twelve year old. I have not matured <laughs> past twelve. I know it, and it's okay. <laughs> I do it. I do it. I do it. It only comes once a year. <laughs> <laughs> it might be every other day, but I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> there we go. We will put that on the tally of like words that will make you lose control here. So this is actually I'm going to start this list tonight. <laughs> actually, if you hear me number going one, for it, fluffer nutter. Number one, fluffer nutter. <laughs> There we go. That's that's that is now on the running list of of words that will make Mary. God, that so, makes yeah. me cr- I'm I seriously am tearing up over here. And I knew it. And as I'm coming down to it, and as I wanted to explain it, I was like, man, I know she's gonna like lose control if I say this because the first thing that comes to <laughs> quite a few of our minds is not the cleanest thing anymore. No. <laughs> I wonder what happened when this was like thought up in the '60s. If people had like what they actually first thought of it, I'm pretty sure some like this got past like you know a bunch of people, but I I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) National Hero Day is actually also on October 8th, as well as International Off Road Day. Uh, The ninth, man, I only got like three days in. The ninth is National National Leaf Erickson Day. Um, Leaf Erickson Day. Yes, Leaf Erickson Day. <laughs> <laughs> it is also hmm, this is interesting. It's National Pro Life Cupcake Day. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> on this day, oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay, that's going to get too political, so I'm not even going to go there. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, October 9th is National Moldy Cheese Day. There's a day for that. Uh, the second Monday in October is National Online Bank Day. Uh, the second Monday in October is National Kick Butt Day. So you have permission. Not go and kick other people's butt. No. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. Is that. Uh second Monday in October is actually Native American Day on that day. It's Columbus Day as well. Uh Pans Pandas Awareness Day is October ninth. Angel Food Cake Day is on the tenth. National Cake Decorating Day as well. Uh the tenth also brings us National Handbag Day, World Mental Health Day, National Walk to a Park Day, National Metric Day. It is also the second Wednesday in October is National Curves Day. Nice. Yes. Uh, International Day of the Child is on October 11th. National Take Your Parents to Lunch Day is the second Wednesday in October. Uh, National Fossil Day. National Coming Out Day is coming up on October 11th as well. Hmm? Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. National Sausage Pizza Day is on October 11th. Uh, General Pulaski Memorial Day is on October 11th. And if I am certain, I think here in Illinois, that is a federal holiday. <laughs> um, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Mayor Pulaski Day. I miss it. Yeah. I miss it so yeah. much. 
<laughs> the second Wednesday in October is National Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work or School Day. Uh, you know you, I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, you, you can do that. Uh, it's actually also National Stop Bullying Day, uh, National Emergency Nurses Day, National Vermont Day comes up on the 12th, along with National Gumbo Day, National Farmers Day, National Free Thought Day. Next Friday, I'm going to give you a heads up as to what's going on next Friday. It is metast- uh, Metastatic Breast Cancer Awareness Day, National York- Yorkshire Pudding Day. Um, That's a UK thing. Yes, that is October thirteenth. Uh, they don't national, get to come in on my October thirteenth. Yeah. Keep your Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> yes, Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> Keep uh, your Yorkshire pudding. Not a fan. No, 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 no. I am absolutely a fan because it's not actually pudding. A Yorkshire pudding is like a bread cup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, national Train Your Brain Day is that day. The Navy's birthday is on that day. So also on October 13th, now we mentioned earlier that it is Mary's birthday, and I kid you not, October 13th, I'm going to be careful. Uh, Am I going to giggle again? Yeah, I've already cried once. (laughs) You, You probably are, because on October 13th, I kid you not, this is on the calendar. October 13th is National No Bra Day. Yes! <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to me! <laughs> it, encourages, it encourages wearers to leave that bra at home. The day promotes I will breast cancer. absolutely do so. <laughs> the day promotes breast cancer awareness. It also helps raise money for research. Uh, many women who have survived breast cancer are unable to go without a bra as they need it to hold their uh, prosthesis after surgery. Additionally, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and No Bra Day should serve as a reminder for all women to be screened for breast cancer. Uh, many can be caught if or treated if caught early. Uh, the first line of defense is a monthly self-breast exam. Uh, the best time to do a breast exam is about 10 days after the onset of your menstrual cycle. However, fickle as breasts can be, we do become familiar with them, even if they are lumpy. Uh, we, weren't, we learn what's healthy or not. For example, they change texture over the month. So sticking to the same time each month will provide a more accurate exam. For those who don't menstruate, choose a day of the month always to perform the exam. Um, use the mirror to help you. Dimpling, swelling, redness will be signs to look for. When you schedule your annual appointment with your physician, make sure a breast exam is completed too. Tell your doctor about any changes, um, so on and so forth. Uh, But baseline mammograms are provided around the age of 35 unless family history indicates sooner. The baseline mammogram provides a comparison view for your physician should something develop later on down the line. Of course, women age 40 and over are recommended to receive yearly preventative mammograms. So, uh, no broad day. It says, set a reminder in your calendar to delete those monthly exams. But yes, you can use hashtag no broad day or national no broad day when posting on social media. But look at you. It's your birthday. Uh, you know, that's like the best birthday gift ever. Right there. That is the <laughs> best birthday gift. 
for someone who can get themselves anything they want, like gift-wise, because I'm old enough, I'm strong enough, and gosh darn it, people love me. But I can get my own stuff. When it comes to getting gifts for me, it's hard to do because I can get my own stuff and I'm very independent. That is one of the best birthday gifts ever. <laughs> Just being able to go, hey, today's National No Bra Day. Yep. Um, also, <laughs> since you were talking about breast exams and conducting mm-hmm. breast exams, uh, mm-hmm. something to keep in mind is that when you are breast tissue is lumpy, bumpy, and fatty, and there's you know different textures along there, you're you're looking for something that feels like a rock versus something that feels like a gummy bear or a jelly bean. So if it's squishy and it moves, it's not so bad. If it's a rock and it doesn't, contact the doctor. There you go. I like that. No bra day. Next Friday. No bra day. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm enjoying this. Temperature expected to be about 50 degrees that day in Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bringing a fan with me just in case. Just kidding. There you go. That is a look at um, (laughs) the almanac. We made it. Um, (laughs) I only died twice. Yeah, that's right. One of the other days. (laughs) But here's what we're going to do. Um, I have a topic tonight that uh, I had one that I sent to Mary. Uh, we'll discuss that one after our retro moment of the week, because this was one in which I've talked with a few people over the last couple of days since this has occurred. Um, I think it's something that we talked about before. It kind of falls underneath the adult conversation after dark thing, but I'm going to say... Um, what the heck? We're kind of going to incorporate After Dark within the show tonight. So if you don't want kids to listen about, well, I mean, heck, we've already gone through some things in the first 30 minutes, so if they're listening, they might as well just stay on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But Retro Mode of the Week coming up. Before we do that, I just want to kind of take a moment here because – in America, of course, uh, football for us is different from uh, football overseas. But one of the mainstays in football, for a lot of you whose parents grew up watching football, uh, it was quite a violent sport in its early, uh, its first 50 years. I think I would put it like that. Uh, one of the people who probably most, was one of the most feared uh, defensive players in NFL history passed away the other day, actually yesterday, uh, came mm-hmm. word that Chicago Bears great Dick Buck has passed away at the age of 80. And no, I never see the play, but if you go online and you go to YouTube, you will see just how good he was. And as he once said, I was born for nothing but to play football. <laughs> Man, was he. Um, mm-hmm. The guy personified toughness. He personified uh, defense. I think when you think defense, you think Dick Buckus. I mean, that, that pretty much was it. Uh, the interesting story that I heard over the last 24 hours since his passing was that Sylvester Stallone, I guess in the Rocky movies, 
had Dog in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. The dog's name was uh, Buckus after Dick Buckus. Oh. It was actually Sylvester Stallone's dog. Uh, he had used his own dog in the Rocky movie. I guess he said that when he made it big, um, he told his dog, hey, I promise you, I'll bring you along for the ride. And Buckus, uh, who was who a bull mastiff, I think, uh, made it into the movie. <laughs> but, you know, to pretty much, you know, for such a tough, big, huge dog, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone named it Dick Buckus. So, um, tough, gruff, at the same time, funny. If you saw him in commercials uh, in the 70s and 80s, he was pretty much a mainstay here in the U.S. on Miller Lite uh, beer commercials uh, and other commercials. Uh, was on TV, a lot of different TV shows and movies. Um, he looked like, uh, you know, in a world in which you don't anticipate people leaving us so soon, but yet the world's so fickle in the world. Uh, people were here one moment and then gone next. You think in a way he is, uh, you know, he would never leave. But as someone said today as I was listening, uh, Dick Buckus, um, he may be gone, but he will always be immortal. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. Um, so um, tonight, Retro Mode of the Week will have one of his commercials here. Uh, actually, it was a commercial he did with Mike Dicka, another Bears legend. Um, so we'll have that along with a couple other commercials. But uh, we'll be back on the other side with more show. Um, and we thank you for joining us on this Friday night here on Page One with and Mary. We'll be right back. If you don't think the elements are out to get your new car, you're wrong. Insist on a total protection package from the Protector. Rust proofing, paint seal, fabric seal, and more. The toughest auto care products backed by the best warranties. So, if you want superior protection for your new car, insist on the total protection package from the Protector. Hey, when did you get so interested in protection? Ever since I quit wearing a helmet. Look for the Protector Knight as your assurance of quality. For my delicious cereal, called Chocula. It's chocolatey good. With a devilishly good chocolatey flavor and tasty marshmallows. Wrong air count. Kids come calling for my Frankenberry cereal. It's frightfully good with strawberry flavor and tasty marshmallows. What a treat. Called Chocula. Frankenberry. We like both. <laughs> you can enjoy this good nutritious breakfast with... Frankenberry. Called Chocula. I'm Woodsy Owl, and I'm here to tell you about a dirty word, pollution. Help Woodsy spread the word. Never be a dirty bird. Hoo-hoo. Don't paint or write off buildings. That's pollution. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Never be a dirty bird. Hoo-hoo. Turn your radio down. That's noise pollution. In the city or in the woods, help keep America looking You're listening to Page One, Page One, with Lavar and Mary, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's Lavar and Mary. Hey, 
I just loved that I was sitting here and acting like I had no show to actually plan and <laughs> didn't want to bring up the first story. But <laughs> welcome to page one with Lamar and Mary on this Friday night, October 6th. Uh, by the way, that little girl was wrong. Keep your radio up, especially if you're listening to us, because that's not noise pollution. She's wrong. Correct. She's wrong. <laughs> so there is an interesting story that has been developing throughout this week. Uh, kind of a back and forth, if you may. Uh, so this involves uh, the actress Whoopi Goldberg, who is uh, the host of The View uh, here in the States, and actress uh, Rachel Bilson. So I'll, I'll give you the update first, uh, because there has been an update to the story since this has kind of uh, gone on. But uh, pretty much in short, um, this week, um, Whoopi Goldberg kind of came out and um, uh, because Rachel Bilson said on a podcast, her podcast brought ideas, that she'd find it, quote, a little weird if a single man in his 40s had only had, sec- had, only had four sexual partners. Uh, there was a little more nuance to that, but Goldberg definitely uh, was not on board with that assessment. Um, And Whoopi uh, pretty much kind of came out. Um, In the view, the soundbite. But at that time, Whoopi Goldberg uh, kind of took a little bit of offense to that. (laughs) Um, They had addressed those remarks and Whoopi um, said that, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I think it's very odd that you're concerned that he's had sexual partners and sexual, uh, um, any sexual partners. Why is it your business? And she said, traditionally, men are taught to have many sexual partners. That's how it was. Men could go and do whatever they want to do and women were not supposed to. Now that's been shifting and young women have been bitching about, she says, you know, why are you telling me? what I should be doing, now it's happening the other way around, and you're mad. I don't understand. If he's happy with you, and you're having a good time, why are you complaining? Um, so the way that the initial comment came out, uh, she had said, this is going to sound so judgmental, but if a dude is in his 40s, and he has only slept with four women, but it all depends, she said, maybe he's been in decade-long relationships totally respectable. Uh, However, she went on to clarify, it's not fair for me to say either way a person is a person. Uh, Now, of course, she's been quite the open book when it comes to her sex life, including what she likes and doesn't like in the bedroom. And uh, even going on to talk about her favorite and least favorite sex positions. The fluffer daughter was not a part of that. Uh, Darn it. (laughs) But this brought up, and I think we had talked about this back then, um, mm-hmm. about the situation of how it is in this current day and age with men and women. Uh, when Rachel Bilson caught wind that Whoopi Goldberg had criticized something that she said, she said, of course, she was concerned. Uh, she spoke to Entertainment Weekly uh, and said um, that they were just talking, and she says, I have the power to edit our podcast. I chose to keep the conversation as a whole in because a lot of the time in life, 
you say something and maybe you have a minute and you reflect on it. Um, and she said that later that uh, she acknowledged that it wasn't fair of her to break down someone's sex life at all. And that she was actually trying to say that the little weird stance might have been something she would have held years ago. She said, the point I get across is that it doesn't matter. Maybe in the past I would have looked at it judgmentally, but I wouldn't do that anymore. I made it clear that I don't want to sound judgmental. It was important that that point get across, not what I said initially. So what I always say when you say it, more than likely that's probably what you were thinking. (laughs) And she probably got a little bit more fearful after uh, the View co-host probably came at her a little bit. But she brings up something of very um, that's very interesting is that comes to quote body count um, and I don't know is it looked at or perceived upon as maybe a little weird if a person who is a little older hasn't had as high of a count as they thought but on that then what is that count supposed to be? I I don't remember what I said when we first talked about this, but it's probably going to be similar, which is I don't care. I don't – would I like it if you – if I ended up – first of all, I'm never going to ask, but if you end up saying, you know, we're talking about this and blah, 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 and it comes up and you're – my age, our age, and you said, I've only had three partners, the questions would come. I wouldn't judge, but the questions come. Was it because you had long relationships? Did you just not find the right person? Now you've got a little bit less experience than I do possibly or more, depending on who it is. So it really just depends, right? Um, Did you not have opportunities to do that? maybe you were in a very religious family and you weren't allowed to have sex until you were married and then you finally broke away from that and you were already 30, you know, and so you've only had 10 years to have a good time. Um, So it really just depends. There's a lot of things that go into it, but I don't care. Like, I don't want to know. What I want to make sure is that the body count is at one when you're with me. And that is the only number <laughs> that I care about <laughs> at that point in time. So it's like, as long as it is just me and it is just you and that is it, then we are cool. Um, and maybe I didn't say that last time. Maybe I did say it was weird. I, I could see where I could think that, but I just, I, I don't care. I don't care anymore. But, this is where the question kind of comes in because, and I don't know what you said. I don't even, heck, we've done so many of these shows. I don't even know when you said it. I don't even know when we talked about it, but I know we did. Uh, <laughs> but if even if you did at that point and it changes now, it obviously has to be of some concern to some people or some women. Mm-hmm. Why would it be? If for the same reason less, a high body count more. for a woman is to a man. There's still very traditional people out there in the world that look at body count and make that assumption of who you are. So if you've either slept around 
or not, you're either going to be that personality of you're going to be a prude and not be very adventurous, or now I'm comparing myself to the double-digit, triple-digit, quadruple-digit people that you've slept with, depending on what profession you're part of. Um, Yeah, I I think, again, I don't remember what I said, so if it changed, um, it's just because I've gotten older and gotten maybe a little bit more wise and looked back on it and went, I'll be curious. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I'll be curious why a body count would be high or low. Like, whoa, why was it so high? Or, oh my goodness, what's the deal? Why why was it so low? Like, what, what happened? I know somebody personally who's had, you know, girlfriends and what have you, but married their high school sweetheart. They reconnected they went off to college, reconnected in college, and they've been married ever since. So their body count, in quotes, and and there are our age is like hmm, three, four, five, maybe single digits. And it's like, okay, I understand that. That makes sense to me. Of course, it's slow. You didn't venture very far from the from the from the home forty here. Right. So, no, they're all again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, that's, I mean, it comes down to it. That's what it comes down to. There's a lot of circumstances out there that change how many people you have the opportunity to sleep with and how many opportunities you take. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, like I said, whether, I mean, I would think the only time there would be a pause for concern is if we're talking triple digits. <laughs> or more, yeah. Uh, that would be a little bit of a concern. Uh, unless your significant other was in adult videos. Uh, <laughs> to have something probably that high, yeah, we'd probably be a little bit concerned about our health here. Um so, um, that is why, and and I know in this stage of life where people are willing to have sex on the first date, and, um, willing to jump around and quote test it like a sampler at Costco, that if you're doing it safely, <laughs> um and you keep it moderate, there will be much of an issue. And it's changed now for men and women because, like we said, the expectation back then used to be that, you know, women had a low count, that it had to be, like, below a certain amount, while the guys were the ones that go out and be men. Men, 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 men. But but that's changed now, especially with the way that the dating pool has been uh, in recent years. And even then, it's been low. A lot of people choose to not really date until they are absolutely positively like, you know, or sleep with someone until they're absolutely positively sure they want to sleep with that person. Which either way is good. Uh, Like I said, as long as you're doing it in a way in which it is uh, respectful and it is healthy and it is something that you're okay with, who really cares? 
you know, that's up to the person that you want to be with if they uh, want to be with you. That's the only thing that I would say to this. Be honest about it. You know, the long running joke used to be that if a woman told you it was four, it was eight. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if a guy told you 20, more than likely it was probably 10. Yeah, it's like, let's just let's just be honest with each other. Have that open conversation. If you slept with 50 people, if you did some things in college that probably on video somewhere, just be honest about it. <laughs> Let that be open to that person that's going to be dating you that you want to share that information eventually with. But, you know, at the same time, you know, things get found out over time. Because if you keep saying, oh, yeah, that's a funny story. That reminds me I was on this date. And if you keep talking about five or six different guys, you told them oh, I was only with two. And you keep talking about other stuff, then the truth catches up with you. So, yeah, just be honest with each other and respectful. So, um, before I forget, since we're close to the top of the hour, uh, taking a look at what is trending tonight, um, one of the things that is trending, because it's Friday night, uh, is Friday Night Smackdown um, here in the States uh, on Patrol Live. Here's the thing. Uh, Friday night's here. There's not a lot of stuff on TV because the writer's strike is really just kind of uh, is um, it, it's what else? To, I thought this, the writer's I, strike was over or was that the extra? Over. It's over. But um, they really haven't gotten fully back into work yet. So a lot of shows, scripted shows, uh, will still take a little bit to be here. So there's a lot of like reality TV and other stuff. And so uh, in sports, uh, plenty of other sports. So uh, there's stuff out there. Oh, by the way, college football this weekend, uh, the Red River Shootout, Oklahoma, Texas uh, this weekend. Um, not it, but yeah, major league playoffs continue here, but those are pretty much the things that are trending. By the way, speaking of trending, and I, and I joked about it earlier, Taylor Swift, um, we have seen the exploits over the last couple of weeks, of <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift attending football games in support of, uh, Travis Kelsey of the Kansas city chiefs. And um, Travis Kelsey this past week uh, said that he felt that some of the coverage uh, was kind of a little bit much that it took away from her and her friends possibly like enjoying the game because of all of the camera shots that were frequently on there. And I'm like, stop it. He's the one that started the whole thing on social media, inviting her to mm-hmm. the game. And now you want to be defensive about the coverage of it all? Stop it. You know, it's kind of like you can't, it's kind of like writing checks you can't cash. <laughs> he wanted this to be like such an attention grabber. And now that he knows what he's in for, because, like I said, Taylor Swift can't walk 10 feet without media or paparazzi being there. 
and I don't think he's used to it. And now he's trying to be all, well, I think she should be given. Man, stop it. That's how Taylor Swift makes her money. That's how her friends, her Hollywood friends, make their money, is when the cameras are on it. That's what gets you talking about her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a joke. Anyway, that's what's trending tonight. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. So into the paparazzi, not paparazzi, <laughs> so you got me talking paparazzi, potpourri uh, section of uh, quite a few stories uh, that fit. A little bit of sad news to start off here for you fans of Girl Scout cookies. Uh, here in the states, they don't do Girl Scout cookies anywhere but here, right? Um, I believe so. I believe that it's just a U.S. thing. Okay. Well, if you are here in the U.S., nothing is permanent except, of course, uh, for change. And sadly, this is the case for one super popular and chaotic Girl Scout cookie rollout. Uh, the Girl Scouts of the USA confirmed that it will no longer be offering. You know which cookie? No, but I'm I'm scared now. That's <laughs> right. Um, they will no longer be offering its raspberry rally cookies. So for oh, this God. coming Girl Scout cookie season, which takes place across the country from January through April, you'll have to subsist on its regular roster of Thin Mints, Samoas, Dosey Dos, and more. Uh, it says, last year, the Raspberry Rally cookies were introduced as part of a pilot online sale-only sale strategy. Uh, this was a fun and new way to teach girls uh, omni-channel business skills and expand our cookie portfolio. While they were extremely popular, we're taking a pause this season to prioritize supplying our classic varieties. If you do remember last year, especially around last August, when Raspberry Rally was first announced uh, nearly four months before cookie season, um, you know, uh, the word it got out about possibly how good it was going to be. And then in March, it became the first cookie to be exclusively sold online, promptly sold out. Uh, unauthorized reseller market opened up on eBay with prices ranging from $15 to $180 for 10 packages of cookies, much <laughs> due to dismay of the Girl Scouts. Um, so... Which also taught them the other lesson of you done you got to be careful because people are going to take advantage. Yep, it's a bad lesson to learn. But here's the thing that gets me now: to this day, you can still find listings on eBay for Raspberry Rally boxes. The prices, the priciest of those listings found at uh, the time of uh, the publication of the article was $200 for one box. <laughs> Just the box or the cookies were in the box? I'm hoping the cookies were in the box. I'm not. Uh, That's gross. <laughs> but even then, why would you pay for cookies that were like from this past year? I'm pretty sure they're not going to taste the same. Um, exactly. By the way, that wasn't the only Girl Scout news that will... Uh, disappoint uh, the cookie person among you. Girl Scout cookie prices are set to rise this coming season. Chapters in New York and Boston have already sent out messages to their localities that uh, boxes of the popular treats have risen from 5 to $6 due to inflation. Uh, 
so inflation has even hit the Girl Scouts. The Girl Scouts. <laughs> Sorry. Um, here's one of why didn't I think of this before? Uh, after decades of suffering, th- now this almost goes back to our uh, tournament of pain. Um, <laughs> is, I'm trying to remember where stepping on a Lego went. Did it win the Tournament of Pain? It was high up there. I want to say it was pretty high up there. It's high up there? According to the I don't awesome remember, but yeah. yeah. According to the Awesome Inventions article, after decades of suffering through the worst pain known to mankind, Lego has finally decided to create a pair of anti-Lego slippers. No more will you have to hop, skip, and jump your way around a living room filled with Lego bricks only to find you're already stepping on one the entire time. Um, they're teaming up with agency Brand Station to create these one-of-a-kind lifesavers. The slippers will feature very thick padding to give the best protection against those rogue Lego blocks. There were only 1,500 pairs made as part of a Christmas promotion. You were only able to get your hands on them if you filled out a wish list on Lego's website. Winners were chosen at random. By now, they probably were from small fortune people wanting to get their hands on them. Uh, but uh, they have designed, like I said, the Lego anti-Lego slippers. They, <laughs> they're now out. Um, I don't think that you would have Legos all over your floor, but how gay would you be for some anti-Lego slippers? How about just wear regular slippers with thick soles? Like, how sensitive are these people? Like, is the slipper just in the pee kind of thing? Come on. Toughen up. I've stepped on Legos, and Legos are painful. I'm not going to sit here and say that they aren't. But my God, just wear a good pair of slippers. You don't need to buy French roofu ones. <sighs> well, you didn't. I know you didn't go to a private high school, but I did. Um, <laughs> there is seems to be as years go on more and more of an issue, but. Uh, here in Chicago, students at St. Ignatius College Prep on Chicago's near west side have been asked to adhere to an adjusted dress code. Uh, in a letter to parents this week, officials at the private co-ed school said that boys will need to tuck in their shirts and dress shoes are expected on mass days. The biggest change, though, effective November 1st, involves an item worn by female students. This is the most troublesome aspect of our dress code is skirt length. This is true not only at our school, but at many Catholic schools across the area. Some female students would like to keep their skirts as an option. Those who wear them will be expected to wear full-length leggings or tights, although exceptions may be made in warm weather. Leggings and tights will be made available for female students in case they forget, officials say. (laughs) Poor girls. (laughs) (laughs) are they gonna make them put you know get like go get down on your knees kind of thing nope they're not long enough no you know what at my school back then you used to have to put your hands at your side and wherever your fingertip went was how um 
long to dress hat to be. So oh, sweetie, was, we knew how to get past that. Yeah, I know they did. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, times. Oh, I Catholic girls in skirts. I'm sure there are people that are really upset about it. <laughs> right. Uh, for you Netflix watchers, uh, this past week, their third most watched movie was an old sci-fi film that nobody liked. If we were to tell you to stream a 12-year-old movie with a terrible 37% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, you'd probably give that one a smurf, but something is making people flock to end time on Netflix. Uh, this past week, the sci-fi thriller action film is the third most watched movie on the streaming service, despite a load of new Netflix movies being added to the platform this month. What's going on? The short answer? Social media. The slightly longer answer? Social media again. Uh, in Time stars Justin Timberlake as Will, a man who doesn't have much time left in the world where, quote, time is money and the wealthy can live forever when he saves another man from the time thieves. Uh, he receives a valuable time gift that soon attracts the attention of the authorities. Uh, it sounds terrible, and many reviewers at the time said so. Uh, some slammed its shoddy dialogue, appalling acting, and muttling a tone. But uh, why are people wasting 10400000 hours on it and counting on Netflix? It's all TikTok's fault. People are urging one another to watch old and often obscure movies, and some of the accounts sharing in time have racked up tens of thousands of views of their clips from the movie. And this isn't the first time that this happened. Last year, fans on YouTube were claiming that the film, quote, had been criminally underrated, and it briefly went viral as it became the subject of multiple people talking about articles. It's since been the subject of multiple people think this movie perfectly predicted the world we live in today articles, on sites such as Unilad, which also recommends Sylvester Stallone's Demolition Man for the same reason. <laughs> so should you watch it? Uh, in all honesty, it's hardly going to be on anybody's list of the best sci-fi movies on Netflix. Uh, but, yeah. Have you let social media... <laughs> no. Like, you don't even have to finish that statement. No. I've never let social media tell me what to watch. But, and I will say but, this is my but, um, I have watched Demolition Man and actually do enjoy it, so I don't care. See? There you go. So will you go and watch in time now? No. (laughs) (laughs) Going to be screaming on Discord next hour. Uh (laughs) Nope. Uh, what was once an April Fool's Day joke has been a recurring favorite on one fast food chain's menu, and thanks to popular demand, it will soon be making a comeback. Was, by the way, uh, McDonald's McRib is coming back, but that's not it. But Wisconsin-based <laughs> Culver's announced that its Kerner Burger is returning to locations <gasps> nationwide. The Kerner Burger is a deluxe butter burger topped with golden fried cheese, reminiscent of a large flat fried cheese curd. The sandwich began as an April Fool's joke before becoming a fan favorite menu item when it first debuted for one day in October 2021. And what Culver's officials say, 
uh, was the extended encore. The Kurtenberg was bought back in 2022. Nearly a million were sold across 26 states. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, because we weren't on the air this week, it, back on the mid-news as of October 2nd, but you'll be able to get it through Halloween or while supplies last. So if you are nearby a, a Culver's here, uh, you know, actually National Cheese Curt Day is on October 15th. Um, so the Curter Burger is here. I see you clapping. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then you will also like my next story here for the Potpourri file. Uh, What happens and stays in Vegas might not have to cost so much, but a company is offering someone the chance to visit Las Vegas with a $4,000 prize, all the while tasting new cocktails every day for a week. Online casinos, which recently announced a TV binger job, and I think I talked about that last week, they are now looking for an official margarita taster or a tester to rate several drinks under specific criteria. The winner will receive a stipend to help cover the trip, according to the company. Uh, the selected tester will visit the Nevada desert town for seven days sometime between November 1st to February 29th. During their visit, they will try and take photos of one margarita drink a day at different bars, venues, and locations in the city. The company said the winner must be able to travel to Vegas for seven straight days and complete their uh, rating task within five working days after the trip ends. They will also agree for their name, image, town, and or country or county. I'm sorry. I, I got all of you overseas excited. Or county of residence to be shared online by the promoter. So what the winner will receive, according to online casinos, uh, is $2,000 for travel and hotel, $1,300 for food and drinks, anything extra for $700. So what do you have to do? The ideal candidate will rate margaritas based on a criteria that includes flavor, presentation, and quality of ingredients. Each of the following factors must receive a score out of 10. So it's flavor and taste, presentation, meaning the appearance and garnish, the quality of ingredients used, the setting of the drinking location, the vibe and experience, and overall drinking experience. Is it worth what you paid for? So like we said, the winners uh, is expected to follow CDC guidelines and only take in one alcoholic drink per day. Uh, the applicant should not have any medical conditions that prevent them from drinking alcohol. The winner must be of legal drinking age to enter and participate in the competition and must not be under any advisement to not drink alcohol. <laughs> So to apply, and I'm sorry to tell you, and I know you all got excited, but once again, we weren't on the air. (laughs) You had to have applied by October 1st. (laughs) But if it ever opens back up again, would you be open to doing a drink per day? Oh, yeah, I would. Absolutely. Absolutely. Problem. Problem. I live here. Well, that means you can pocket so the I money then. So I don't, I don't get the hotel fee. You know what? I think they would give it to you, and I think that you, you, you should pocket that and tell them that you stayed at a Airbnb. <laughs> right. 
except for the whole county and, you know, <laughs> city, state, county of your residence. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we were talking about food. Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken also announced that it will soon test all new versions of its ever-popular famous bowls in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a smashed potato bowl. Uh, it includes KFC secret recipe fries, mashed potatoes with cheese sauce, bacon bits, and a shredded cheese blend. They can be topped with fried chicken for a couple of dollars more. Um, but yeah, a smashed potato bowl. Okay. You normally eat the potato bowl, a smash bowl, the other bowl. So yes. Um, but yeah, that's a look at potpourri. I'm not even, you know what? I'm going to save the other stories, which were actually good OnlyFans stories. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if we have time. So I'm going to save those stories. <laughs> I, know, I, I did that to you. We'll see if we have time after the show here or what before we end. Um, so to the smoking gun files. Um, well, how can I put it here? Florida never disappoints. Uh, <laughs> when working in the field of illegal drug sales, it is probably never a good idea to contact police to complain that a customer robbed you. Uh, cops say that Eric Thomas called police in reference to a theft in Largo, a city in the Tampa Bay, Florida area. Upon being contacted by the officers, Thomas, quote, stated he was selling marijuana and someone stole $10 from him while attempting to sell it. <laughs> well, reporting the theft, he had 11 bags of pot in his hands. The free state of Florida remains illegal to possess marijuana with the intent to sell it. Thomas made spontaneous statements about getting robbed while attempting to sell the marijuana, reported Officer Ricardo Morales, who noted that Thomas was holding more than 40 grams of pot with collar. During a post-arrest search of Thomas, cops reportedly found two baggies containing cocaine in his wallet. He was charged with a pair of drug felonies and booked into the county jail, where he remains locked up in lieu of $7,000 bond. <laughs> oh, Florida man, you don't disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> they never, ever do. <laughs> um, a, well... Uh, this one comes from North Dakota. <laughs> the guy was a Florida resident before they moved to North Dakota. After asking a McDonald's patron to buy him a Happy Meal and some other grub, a North Dakota man pulled out a gun when his request was rejected and met with the suggestion to, quote, go get a job, cops say. Responding Saturday to a terrorizing report, Police busted George uh, Demirius outside the Bismarck restaurant. Officers located a 9mm handgun, which Demirius had concealed in the stroller that his one-year-old daughter was seated in. According to a probate ca- uh, cause affidavit, uh, Trent Guthmiller, 43, was on a break from work and walking into McDonald's to get lunch when Demirius, quote, asked him to buy him a Big Mac and a Happy Meal. Guthmiller responded by telling Demarius to go get a job. Guthmiller proceeded inside the restaurant 
where he stood in line surrounded by innocent bystanders, some of which were children. The Marius allegedly followed him into the McDonald's and pulled out a gun and then pointed the weapon at Garfield and said that the victim had been, quote, disrespectful by a son of a bitch and tells him to F off before pretty much slowing the firearm back into his waistband and leaving the restaurant. A police review of security footage corroborated Gutsmiller's uh, account of the confrontation, which cops say left him in fear for his safety as well as the safety of surrounding bystanders. This dude was arrested, Demarius was arrested on a felony charge of terrorizing with a dangerous weapon. He's being held on a $10,000 cash bond. Now, uh, what went wrong after this as well is that Demarius's female companion was also collared outside the McDonald's. She was charged with giving cops a false name. Oh! <laughs> <gasps> Not a gut week for either. Uh, oh no! <laughs> but of course, oh my god, those weren't all of the uh, best stories this week. The one that got the most attention, though, comes from Missouri. Uh, now we would never ever, um, and I tell you what I tell these stories. Uh, make light of any type of uh, abuse. But this is just a what is wrong with people situation. And we share this story only because it's from the smoking gun. But this one, uh, a Missouri woman drove for more than seven miles through a construction zone across an interstate before pulling over while being chased by police. Uh, well, the other part was that her husband was clinging to the hood of the car. Investigators <laughs> said that Stephanie Boyd, 38, and her 31-year-old spouse, quote, got into a verbal argument that turned physical while inside the St. Louis residence on Thursday. Boyd then got into the couple's auto to leave while the victim was on the hood of the vehicle. The man apparently thought that Boyd would not drive away if he was splayed atop the car. He thought wrong. However... Boyd left the residence with the victim still on the hood of the vehicle, according to a Berkeley Police Department report. Traveling recklessly at different speeds, Boyd made her way onto Interstate 70, which she sped on for 4.6 miles before exiting near St. Louis Lambert International Airport. She then continued driving on local roadways. At one point, a police officer gave chase after Boyd drove past him with her spouse on the car. While the pursuing squad car's lights were flashing, she drove an additional half mile before pulling over. She was arrested and charged with domestic assault for attempting to cause serious physical injury to her husband while he was atop the car hood. She was also charged with resisting arrest for allegedly fleeing from the officer, quote, in such a manner that created a substantial risk of serious physical injury or death to the victim. A judge set bought it $100,000 cash. Who was she was deemed a danger to the crime victim, the community, or another person? I, I mean, yes, yes, she is a danger, and wow, on the car. <laughs> I'm just I I read this story. I was just amazed that he held on for that long. <laughs> right? 
Like, you talk about... Then again, you know, you all of a sudden become claws of death at that point. Like, I, I mean, if they're driving around and I'm on that hood, I'm like, either find, like, looking around for someplace soft to land, or I am seriously clawing on for my life. Talk about G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip, man. That's, <laughs> that's a lot, man. Mm-hmm. So because we haven't done it in a while, I said tonight that we would bring back the Urban Dictionary word of the day. Um, <laughs> that is where I'm I'll so usually excited. pull up. That is where I will usually pull up live as we're sitting here. Urban Dictionary. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 I see already a few that could be of an issue here, but we do this live, and I did promise you. Uh, the first Urban Dictionary word is cheeky wee. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is a slang word for taking a wee normally where you're not supposed to. For example, behind a tree or in your best friend's backyard. Uh, it is mostly used in Australia. <laughs> cheeky wee. I know that under... <laughs> um, gig is also in here. This is from 2008. Um, can be used as the noun or verb of gagging in. Uh, it's someone who goes to something they weren't actually invited to, or who butts into, or is listening <laughs> to a conversation. <laughs> um, okay. That is a gag. Um. Also on here is, I, I did find a word, uh, trad smark, a trad smack, I'm sorry, trad smack uh, for the Urban Dictionary. Uh, that is spelled T R A D S M A K. You want to take a guess at what trad smack means? <laughs> No, not even not even a little bit of a guess because nothing is coming to mind. That's 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 good for you. Uh, it is when you sit on a wet bench or chair, usually wood, and your behind gets soggy. It's best translated <laughs> as tree taste. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That is a trad smack. <laughs> and then. The last one that I said I did not want to do, but I was persuaded by someone to go ahead and do it. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess we will. Um, and I, <laughs> you know what? I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can. Um, God. Um, well, you know what? What the heck? Uh, the term here, it's from 2009. It is shrimp job. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's in the Urban Dictionary. Oh, goodness. Well, what do you think it means? I don't. I, I don't. It's not as bad as you think it is. Is it a sexual act? Yes, it is. 
it's not as bad as you think it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, according I've, to the Urban Dictionary, it is the sexual act consistent of sucking someone's toes. <laughs> Ew. No, yes. then it's worse than what I was thinking. I just thought it was short, short man. <laughs> but the term was used by John Waters in his early underground film, Mondo Trasho, uh, one who gives a shrimp job as a stripper, and the act is called shrimping. That's from 2008. From <laughs> That's a lot better than Nibley's what I saw in here. Uh, in Australia, it is often used to describe typical party food. It's a selection of finger snacks. So if they tell you Nibley's, that is what it is. Um, Don't get all funky. And I'm going to probably throw in this last one. Uh, this from the Urban Dictionary, boob parrot. Okay. <laughs> what do you think it is? Bird on your boob? I don't know. Nope. It is when <laughs> your girlfriend or <laughs> other lays her breast on your shoulder. That is a boob parrot. <laughs> Put your boobs on my shoulder. <laughs> In this case, it's boobs. <laughs> uh, so, yes, that's from the Urban Dictionary. That leaves me at this point. You know, I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna leave those two um, other stories for if we are with you next week. Cause I don't know. Right now, I would love to tell you that we're gonna be here for Mary's birthday, but that's entirely up to her. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it depends on what kind of gifts I get. <laughs> hmm. So the hit someone. <laughs> Nope. Not yet. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, follow-up story. Um, the good folks at Oscar Mayer, after just a couple of months uh, after renaming the Wienermobile to the Frankmobile, Oscar Mayer is going back to the Wienermobile. They announced on Instagram <laughs> that the Techmobile is toasted that the Wienermobile rides again. <laughs> That's amazing. Why'd they go back? Not that I'm mad. I like that they went back. But why'd they go back? Because everyone hated that new name. The Frankmobile? Right. They hated it. I um, hated it. That's what I said. It, I'm not mad about it. I'm glad. But, you know. You gotta ask. Okay. Right. So you can eat a fluff another in the Wienermobile. <laughs> hey. Uh, you do it. Best place to do a fluff or nothing. <laughs> 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 if the if the mobile is rocking, don't come a doctor. Uh, <laughs> but with that, um, I will go first, and I will tell you uh, my shout-out tonight is actually to my dear friend here uh, who does have a birthday next Friday night. Uh, next Friday. Why do I keep saying Friday night? Next Friday. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a Friday night, too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's Friday during the day, Friday at night, Friday midday. But she does have a birthday, and I do want to wish you a very, very happy early birthday. Um, 
And I usually don't have shout-outs, but of course this is the one uh, major reason to have one. Um, but yes, uh, as I told a friend of mine who celebrated a birthday this week, uh, they actually celebrate. It, it's not, it, it, she's nowhere close, but a friend of mine, oh, to my friend uh, Dave, who had his 50th birthday this week, um, who is celebrating on his many trips that he's going to be upcoming here soon. Heck, I'd do it too. Actually, he's the first one that pretty much taught me when it comes time for your birthday, you take off. For years, mm-hmm. I used to work on my birthday. I don't know why. I get why, but why places just don't give you your birthday off. <laughs> right. Um, just just make it part of the part of the schedule. Right. Like having one extra holiday. That extra holiday is actually your birthday, and you use it on your birthday. If it falls on a weekend, you have the option of taking off either that Friday or that Monday. Either or. Right. Yeah. Like a flight, no, like a floating holiday. No one should have to work on their birthday. <laughs> that should be a walk. Nope. Yeah, it should so, be. Yeah. Yes. But I'm not working well. on my birthday this year, so that's okay. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> with that. But thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, like I said, the clock on the wall is telling us that it's just about time to go. Do you have any shout outs this week? Oh, gosh. There's so many. Um, our friend Chad. Happy birthday, old man. Um, He's 79, folks. I I hope to be as gracious as you are right now when I get to be your age. Um, (laughs) There's a whole joke there, sorry. Um, And then, let's see, we got that one. We've got my, one of my nieces, or well, it's not a niece. Um, Well, would you consider an ex-husband's family a niece? I mean, they're a cousin. You're, you're, I don't know. That's that's a topic within itself. I would actually say because you were at one point, I think it's depend upon just how well you still get along with the family. Like, mm-hmm. I had two step nieces. I still consider them nieces, but even though, you know, no because they were not mm-hmm. my brother's natural kids. They were his stepkids. But I still mm-hmm. consider them, you know, st- uh, nieces in a way because that's what they were. You know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. take the title away. I mean, they, if they want to take it away themselves, they can. Um, in a way, it's still kind of, you know, uh, it depends on the, the situation and the relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, one of my nieces, their birthday was this week, and... um Next week, there's a lot of different ones, so I'll just wait. There's (laughs) October's a busy month for me. October, February, May, and July. Those are my big months. There's a lot going on. (laughs) So I'll save a couple of them for next time. Yeah, we got time. (laughs) Well, not really. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I'll save them. I'll save them. They're they're after my birthday, so I'll save them. It'll be no, fine. definitely no. After no, if it's not before, we don't care. Yeah, so it's a <laughs> it's a while. You wait your turn. They're not like the end of the month. 
They're not the end no. of the month, but they are after my birthday, so. No. Now, if they're like a few days afterwards, you won't be able to do it until we actually get, if you if we're not here next week, it won't be till the following right. week. <laughs> and then they'll just get it afterwards. It'll be fine. So they'll either get it on my birthday or after. And I'm okay with some of those. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll be belated. Um, but, yes. uh but yes, so dear friends, we don't know the schedule for next week, so just keep an eye open on Twitter. I will be at News Comment BTR, so you'll know if we're here next Friday night. But um, if we're not, then definitely the Friday night after that. Baseball season's over. I'm now here. Uh, there will be no more Friday night. So um, not going on. Oh, by the way, before I forget, dang it. Happy birthday to my older brother tomorrow. <laughs> Month of October, man. I tell you, I, I, my brain is just like going everywhere because I think he is actually going to be out more back in the woods. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I have to actually check on that. But happy birthday to him uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Before I forget. <laughs> Once again, hey man, it's been a long week. Uh, <laughs> See, I didn't forget it. Uh, hasn't it. happened yet. So I haven't forgot it. So Exactly. You haven't forgotten it. You did not forget. <laughs> and to all of you, if you have a birthday coming up soon or if there's anybody special in your life, uh, happy birthday to them as well. So, uh, But in the meantime, catch us here Friday nights, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Uh, of course, when we're not on, uh, you can listen to all of the shows, including this one. Uh, not only here on Blog Talk Radio, but where podcasts are on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, just to name a few, and tell a friend. And we thank you for listening. And until next time, for Mary, I am LeVar. Take care of yourselves and each other. Have a great weekend and week ahead. And let's do this again, shall we? Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found. 